Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in. Episode 356 of the Walk On Podcast. Not the result we wanted as Hawk fans, but it's the result we got. 27-14. Kevin and I are going to explain how we think the Hawks actually took a step forward. There's a lot of nuance to that. But everything is still in our grasp. Within reach. Optimism. Let's have a day. Let's go. Welcome in. You just found the most entertaining Hawkeye podcast out there. Kev, what's up? How we doing, Clue Dog? I like these ones where you hop on, I hop on. We don't say a single word until the red light is flashing and we're recording. These are my favorite. Is that right? Yeah, and it's actually, I, I was going to mention that the several fans wanted you to position your microphone closer to you, but it seems like it is in a good spot this episode because you sound loud i think i've been on the uh on the phone the last couple episodes that's true that's true it makes it a little harder um you've been you've been all over the place you were and and it you know kevin kevin pulled like a drake here where drake gets slumped on the vitamins and then either shows up a half hour later or doesn't show up at all and kevin the only place that i think you could have been for the last 25 30 minutes and this is just my one man's opinion but right before we got on this, it was announced that Paul Christ is out at Wisconsin. Jim Leonard being elevated to interim head coach. And so that creates a vacancy as a defensive coordinator. And the only thing I can think is the University of Wisconsin zoomed you in for a for a DC interview. Can you confirm uh, can you confirm or deny that? I, 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 uh, I actually was, it wasn't a zoom. I, they actually, uh, flew the PJ down here to Iowa city to get me up it. to Madison, had yep. an in-person meeting where they, they offered me the job. I, I declined it. Wow. Um, and sorry, it, we were late. Um, yeah, there's, there's something when we got down on the tarmac back in Iowa city that we, we couldn't get off the plane. So that's why I'm about 20 minutes Mecha- late. So I apologize. Mechanical issue. Ah, uh, I knew it. Yeah, you know, these, they, they don't see, make private jets like they used to, you know. No, they don't. And, you know, with you going out east and then making it back in time to Iowa City for a 545 wake-up call, uh, tailgate start on Saturday, you know, you well, they pretty pretty. G5, right? And if they even were serious about me taking that job, they needed to send the G6. Right. Well, I'm, I'm surprised. The numbers must not have added up, uh, clearly, if you decline the job. But, um you know, it's it's they would have been lucky to have you, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. 
You're right. It's, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to, to, to have my, my talents on, on your organization. I don't know. Jokes aside, I don't know how much I want to get into that because this is the Michigan recap and this is a day just a Big Ten football I mean, it, it is a Big Ten football podcast, but it's not like our objective here is to go over all the stories. I'm going to save most of that discussion for the live show and Thursday show, which is usually um, the weaker of our two shows in season, mostly because we can talk about what's happened. We're not so much... Uh, we, we don't so much fancy talking about what might happen. I think is is the best way to describe the way that Kevin and I, and probably Drake, if he was here, um, look at the the midseason shows. So, but but initial thoughts on that is that is that's crazy, uh, shocking, really. I mean, yeah, they they haven't played well this year, but they've either won the West or been extremely competitive every year that he's been there, and just to have a rocky start one year. And then I, I'm guessing that he wasn't, he is he, possible. He wasn't well liked by administration. Um, yeah. I've never heard like the fans disliking him or he's maybe it's just a situation where you, you lose the locker room and then there's just no coming back from it. Could be that uh, there's definitely, I mean, it's definitely could be a couple things, but it's not like Polini when he got outed at Nebraska because I mean, Paul Chris is about the most vanilla dude there is. I mean, he's almost, he's damn near less. He's like the state of Wisconsin incarnate. <laughs> yeah. just, a, just a big dude. You probably love to drink a beer and have a brat with. And Well, that's what I said. Lauren's like, because uh, we she's the one who told me as I was kind of preparing for this, this episode. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, do you think he – is hopping on a plane to go find Frost and hang out with him. And I was like, I don't, I don't think he wants to do anything right now. I think he's excited to go mow his lawn tomorrow. <laughs> like, that's the kind of guy that Paul Chris, he, he's going to get. He, he definitely looks like he's like the, the kind of dad that just takes a lot of pride in their lawn. Yeah. And the yard work. Yeah. So he's, dude, he's going to, he's going to throw on a brand new ball. pair of new balances and he's going to hop on that rider. May put some earphones in to listen to the NFL. Yep. On he's Sunday gonna, morning. Yep. And he's gonna he's gonna blow no, the that, shit that out. That is that is a crazy, crazy head coaching change. And I, I guarantee you it's gotta be something more than just the poor start to the season. Sixty two and twenty three, I think was his record. It's it's close. I saw it on Twitter. I don't I, I've already forgotten the exact record, but it is seventy two percent win rate in his tenure at Wisconsin. Which is damn impressive. Um, the, I think Lauren just stated, Lauren follows a bunch of Nebraska accounts, obviously. And someone did the quick math and figured out that he is like one game off of the exact same record that Pelini got fired with at Nebraska. Oh, really? Who was unbelievable? Who was uh, I think, I think Pelini was. <laughs> um, also, a stat that came out was obviously old Bert and Illinois is the one who made him look like shit this past weekend. Um, it, uh, maybe even more shocking than him getting fired is Illinois beating them 34 to 10. Tell you what, man, I think, I don't know if the lines are out yet, but Illinois is we're going to be a dog playing good defense this year. And I, I think we're probably gonna be dogs at Illinois this year. We're going to be dogs. I said that immediately 
uh, I was doing the post game show on Saturday. I said, "Oh my God, we're going to Champagne, and we are not favored." I'm, I'm looking at it right now. What do you think it is? It's up. It's up. It's probably Illinois minus two and a half. Illinois by three and a half. Wow. Wow. But, I mean, they're running the ball well, and they're playing good defense. That's a good good method to win in the Big Ten. That is exactly what Wisconsin and Iowa have been trying to do for the past decade to control but, the I mean, West. Brett Bielema, I mean, he coached in the Big Ten at a very highly successful level for a long time, and yeah. he, know, he, know, he knows the Big Ten. He knows the landscape to, like, recruit and get good players and execute yeah. a scheme that he believes in. Didn't work well at when he's down at Arkansas. Um, it's funny how different styles and different coaches can succeed or not succeed depending on where they're at in different geographies. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I feel like I'm really interested to see how, um, what's his name does down at LSU. Cause he's uh, always been like a Midwest guy. Like he was Kelly. uh Western Michigan to Cincinnati to Notre Dame and then going really out of his element down to, you know, the deep Brian South Kelly, right? Baton Rouge. See how well he, he can connect to players down there and recruit and develop, you know? It, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think uh, it, it's easy to say this right now, and it's not like Illinois is. Although, shit, I mean, at this point. I mean, I mean what, we're in year two of Bielema, right? I, I was going to say, at this point, it looks like a grand slam hire for Illinois. I mean, I don't know what I mean, much they're, more. They're, just, they're playing good football, right? They're just. Not not great. They're they're not they're not going to win the Big Ten this year. I was a big fan of Black Santa Claus. Tied for first in the West, Santa. so well everybody is. Oh Jesus Christ! I just. What do you think the over under is this week? Is it out? That that's out too. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I, doubtful that it's any less than the Rutgers game was, but it's probably in the high thirties. Probably thirty-eight. Thirty-five and a half. Oh my God. Wow, that might be an interesting play. Oh, by the way, we're going to get into the uh, the bets recap from this past weekend. I just want to say, Kevin, you you hated the Alabama boost. Uh, the The simulators hated the Alabama boost. Alabama minus 17 and a half against the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's a fucking hit, baby. And they tried to blow it. The long uh, yeah, snapper tried to, to blow say, it. That thing, that thing went from, oh, okay, Alabama's going to crush them. Arkansas is coming back. They're down by like a touchdown now, and then Alabama just runs away at the end. I was watching the first half. And I'm like, I'm a genius. <laughs> Alabama's going to run this team out of town like they're Chattanooga. And then they start, you know, Arkansas successfully does what Frost tried to do with the onside kick. Kicker recovers it beautifully. That might be the special teams play of the week for the entire country. The long snapper, it looked like he thought it was a short snap fake. And he snaps it. I mean, looks like a middle schooler gives them the ball on their own three yard. I mean, it was a, I was watching it crumble and I was like, Oh no. And then we got a little lucky at the end. Um, God, the the talent gap. I don't know if you saw this. I got to send this video to you by uh, that. Joel Klatt did. It's a really good five or six minute video breakdown of the talent gap in college football. Um, You guys can find that on probably Joel Klatt's all of his social medias, but I think I saw it on TikTok. Um, he explains the talent gap between Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama, and then the rest of college football. 
Um, and I think the interesting comparison that he had, and I don't know by what metric this was, but the talent gap between who was it like USC at like number nine recruiting class average over the past, however many years and the top three was the same at number nine. So the top three to number nine was the same talent gap from number nine to number 69. How do you now? How do you judge talent? Just just based off recruiting numbers, or I believe so. I believe it was based on stars, which is not a perfect way to go about it. But but it's really the best metric that we have, right? Yes, and he was trying to he was trying to answer the question: Why is it that other than these top couple teams, it seems like any team on any given weekend can get beat? And he was explaining like, well, it's because they're basically all got like pretty much the same talent. Like it's pretty close. Um, yeah, I mean, the margin of like, yeah, like you said, that the, the top teams up there are feasting, but for everyone else, the margin of victory is really quite small. Yeah, it's uh, and, and it's like you can see it, it, it's more evident in the NFL, right? And you can condense it down to 32 yes. teams with the best players in the world. Um, you know, you you can look at it like Vegas rarely sets a line that is more than 10 points, very rarely. That's yeah, only when teams are like just trash and tanking versus, you know, right. a Super Bowl contender that year. Um, it takes a lot to win a football game, and so much. We, and we fans don't that. understand that. Fans yeah. don't get it. They see, you know, Illinois is a good example in the past. Like in the until Bielema got there, when Iowa played Illinois, for fans, that's an automatic. But as players, we knew every year this is going to be, like. We might be able to turn that. Yeah, we might be able to turn this into a sure thing by the third or fourth quarter, but it is not going to be easy to get there. Yeah, those boys are on scholarship too. They want to win. Their coaches get paid a hell of a lot of money to win, and their jobs are on their line if they don't lose. So, it's a lot of highly competitive people with a lot to lose, trying their damnedest right for three hours on a Saturday with the entire week just focused on one thing. Yeah, right. It's, it's, you have got you have thirty people whose livelihood is based off that, and that's their job. Yep. For about twenty hours a day that whole week, and then you got a hundred something kids who say they're student athletes. Let's be honest, NIL we're paying them; they're athlete students now. Yeah, and always have been. Now they are, <laughs> and now they officially are. Yeah. Um, I and it illustrated even more. I just pulled up the score so that we could recap our bets, our picks of the weekend. Um, Georgia sneaks by Missouri. I mean, yeah, I didn't lead until like there's like two minutes left in that game or something like that. Yeah, two I was and watching, three. I was watching the end of that one. Two and three Missouri almost gets number one Georgia. Final score twenty six twenty two. It's just people don't understand. Like it's you know it's 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 just not easy. Um, but anyway, glad that uh glad that you're back from the. Wisconsin interview and glad that we have you here to recap this game a little bit before we do um, amazing tweet this morning um, from our last episode, our last episode got, it it was one of the most well-received episodes maybe to Kevin's um, dislike on the, on the back half. (laughs) Kevin didn't like Drake and I, ideas but i thought that hawk dogs was perfect (laughs) and we can go several ways with that i think if we want to start branding the hot dogs inside of kinnick stadium as hawk dogs i think that's a great way to go 
I think if we want to turn it into a private content, I think that's great too. I've never gotten so many messages that said, boys, this is the hardest I've laughed in 150 episodes. Keep doing great work. So you know what? We're going to keep being assholes. You guys keep tuning in. And uh, I think we can keep this, this thing going. The tweet that we got this morning, Kev, was that awkward moment. This is from Jacob Engel. That awkward moment when you're about to take communion this morning and the conversation between Tyler and Kevin pops into your head. Wash up walk-ons, number one bread, body of Christ. <laughs> People are thinking about us in church, bro. This is amazing. That's funny, man. <laughs> oh, shit. If you guys haven't caught up on that episode we did, the Michigan preview from the other day, we did a top five bread segment. We did. It, 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 was, a, it was a fun episode. Um for sure. I think right, I let, think I got to redo my list, man. I know you told me to prepare. I actually came up with that list on the fly. I think I will submit that tortillas are not bread and should get taken off the list. And I got to redo okay. my list. Yeah. And I, I was... I did a Twitter poll because I asked you guys, like, what was the ruling on it? And you guys didn't give me a firm ruling, so we had to ask If it's Twitter. not... If it isn't a bread, though, what is it? I don't know. Is it its own class? I mean, is a hot dog a sandwich? I don't know. I would almost like to say, I, I would almost like to go down the route that you use as like okay this this piece of food is actually mostly utility so let's put it in a utility category with hot dog buns and with um I don't know other things that that right would, it's like you know our dessert bread's bread or are we just thinking you know straight like right. rye bread white bread wheat bread right. honey wheat yeah I don't. I don't know. A Not lot really. of things. I also think, you know, there was yeah, a couple two, things. We need more specific rules on that top five. So that, that, that election got... is under protest and that's yeah. going, is working its way through the court system right now. Yeah. Um, we might have to uh, the storm, the, storm the storm the, the washed up walk-ons headquarters to get that, uh, get that election thrown out. We're going to have a January 6th situation at, at the, at the, at the headquarters, which happens there's a lot, to be, there's a lot of suspicious things about that about that top five there's, right there. There, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of top five fraud claims that is, that are coming in, and as you guys know, the the legal system is a slow one. Um, just know that this is a, I, I will treat you if you show up at the washed up walk ons headquarters. Uh, I will treat you like this is Texas. Um, so that's all I'm going to say. Okay, quickly, let's recap the picks. Um, it was a it was a rough day for me. Um, I, I thought Oklahoma was good after they beat Nebraska. And the last two weeks, they've proven that they aren't as good as we thought they were. They aren't who we thought they were, okay? Um, Oklahoma got absolutely embarrassed by TCU. Same score that we beat Ohio State in 2017, 55-24, TCU improves to 4 and 0, 1 and 0 in the Big 12, and they are probably going to be I th- I believe they play Kansas this week and I think that's going to be game day. How about that, man? How like, about that's my, the Kansas Jayhawks? 5 and 0 beat Iowa State. Iowa State an abysmal offensive day for them. 11 points. I watched it and they only had one point because they messed up a snap and the holder ran it in. Caitlin Clark's brother is the holder for Iowa State. He ran it in for a two-point conversion to get eight, and then they kicked a field goal, and that's all they had. Um, and yeah, I, th- I I think I saw this online. I need to check. TCU is at number 19 Kansas this weekend, and that's going to be a top 20 matchup, and I'm pretty sure that might be game day. 
Kansas is going to have game day, Kevin. That explains right there. That's a good because the Big 12, Kev, looks a lot like the Big 10 West right now. Like everybody can beat everybody. Wide open. Yeah. Um, Baylor Kansas lost. Sits above at, at the top of the rankings. They do. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only the only thing that makes sense is that Oklahoma State's good. I mean, they usually have a pretty solid program there. Dude, um, this is this is the Big 12 rankings right now. Kansas and Kansas State are two and zero. Oklahoma State, TCU, one and zero, and then Texas Tech, Baylor, Texas, one and one. Iowa State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, zero and two. I mean, things Texas are on it. Those two. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Was it this week? Texas. Let me just click in on it. That's the beauty of actually using buttons. Yeah. Texas, Texas beat West Virginia. What the hell? They lost to Texas Tech last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. The overtime game. That's right. Yep. 37-34. So it's wide open there. It's wide open in the Big Ten West. Uh, they were minus six, and obviously they didn't cover that one. Now, I feel a little bit screwed over. I didn't know that Mo Ibrahim was not going to play this weekend. I don't. He was dressed, so I don't know how many people knew he wasn't going to play. I think... Minnesota has been scoring off the walls through these first four weeks. They go out and put up 10 points, Kev, at home against a Purdue defense that has been suspect. Average, average defense, I'd say so far. The over was, the over under was, you know, know, I think what it is is uh, I think we've kind of learned, I think they, they played three cupcakes to start the year, right? Minnesota, right. Yeah. Then they played Michigan State. Yes. I think the jury's kind of coming to the door that Michigan State might not be very fucking good this year. Yeah, I was, I was going to especially might kind of suck. I was going to say we can just retract that and say they've played four cupcakes to start the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they so, played, yeah, Purdue's the best team they played all year. And so, unreal. Yeah. Maybe they were a little bit of a paper tiger up there in Minneapolis. Line was set at 51 and a half. They scored 30 total. I had the over on that. Now I did squeak by. Illinois and Wisconsin, the game that's causing all this controversy to start the episode, the over-under that I chose on was 43 and a half, and I said over in that game too. It finished 34 to 10, 44 points. We cover by a half point to not make me go 0-3 for the week. Thank you, Brett Buell and the Illinois Fighting Illini. So I go 1-2. and two. I feel like I'm 2-2 two and two though because I also chose that Alabama boost, so... In my heart, I'm two and two. For the record, I'm one and two. Um, <laughs> Kev, you had Wake Forest plus seven, and they they won outright. Yeah, they either yeah, won they by did. seven or ten. I think they won by ten. Um, you had the Hawks plus eleven, which after being down twenty to zero, we're going to get to it here in a second. Actually, felt like it was within grasp. I, I thought I thought the backdoor cover was coming for sure. And if you had told me we scored 14 points, I'd be like, there's like a 90% chance that we covered. Yep. And you also took the under, um, which unfortunately. It hit. Oh, it did hit barely. Yep. You're right. 27 14, that equals 41, which is less than 42. So you get a little uh, slide in there too. Um, So two and one. Kevin proves to seven and five. Respectable. I am five and six and one and Drake. Drake was 0 and two to start the day. Who was last? 
The Chiefs? Yeah, they're playing right now. Chiefs and the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, Drake Drake's Drake's struggling this year. Again, we it is it is it is fade Drake, man. He is yeah. <laughs> just a piss more picking. I'll tell you what though, too. The, the NFL is sort of mimicking the the Big Ten West. Well, the, the NFL is like one of the hardest sports to bet. So, like so what we were talking about earlier, the margin of victory is so slim, and anyone could be anyone any given so Sunday. Tough. I hate that I just quoted that, but um, anybody it's true. any given Sunday, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get you guys back to the show in just a second, but first we want to let you guys know about our title sponsor, DRF Sports. IA.DRF.com, I'll say it again, IA.DRF.com to sign up and start playing now and cashing in with DRF Sportsbook. They are Iowa's sportsbook. They are uh, kind of like the walk-ons. They got that walk-on mentality. They're the little guy trying to make a name for themselves, and they're doing a hell of a job. We're helping each other grow each other's brands. They have some of the best sign-up bonuses bonuses, sign up promos, deposit matches, you know, first bet promotions in the game. You're going to get at least one of those when you sign up and you can start cashing in right now. You can also go visit the official DRF Sportsbook in person at Lakeside Hotel and Casino in Osceola. During the season as well, be sure to listen to our Thursday episodes, the preview episodes where we will feature our walk-ons times DRF collabs where we choose a bet each week to boost the odds and see if we can't all make a little green shout out to drf for being a incredible sponsor incredible people and helping us here at the walk-ons it was but two years ago when the walk-ons were searching for somebody to handle their merchandise we found a company we did our first merch run and it all went down the drain because we found somebody that wasn't like adcraft that didn't operate like they do at adcraft custom apparel and merchandise and thank god we found the people at AdCraft, because ever since then, since we started working with this beautiful company from Clinton, everything we've done has been smooth, has been fast, has been quality, and they take care of a lot of headaches that the washed up walk-ons, our brand, would otherwise have to deal with, and we don't want to have to think about those things. Their customer service, their warehouse staff, their design team, the speed at which they get things done, their ability to handle sports teams and companies and brands like ours. They can do it all, and if you have custom merchandise dice and apparel needs, or you just have an idea for a t-shirt that might sell a little bit, hit up AdCraft, adcraftwebstores.com. I promise, the walk-on promise, that you are going to be satisfied with what they can do for you. AdCraft, custom apparel and merchandise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Um, like I said, Kevin was out early. When did you get back from your trip out east for work? Uh, Friday morning. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like a Friday afternoon, Friday night thing where you had to turn around, wake up, get early. So shook off the jet lag. Ward tailgate was up and running by 545. And um, it was a beautiful day in, in Iowa City. It, I it mean, could, it was a gorgeous day. You cannot ask for a better day to watch football. I was going to say, some some would say that a chilly, not chilly, a cooled off 
Midwest morning like it was on Saturday is damn near perfect football weather. Um, it even got warm at the game in the sun. Uh, Big E enters the Fox game day set, Fox big noon kickoff set, with our freaking flag on his back as a cape and then pulls it off and is waving it on national television again. Um, I, I am not cool, but I, I was in communication with him this weekend. Um, and I was like, Hey, do you need another flag? And he goes, I was about to hit you guys up and say, man, I hope the boys can send me another one. And I was like, dude, <laughs> well, cause he threw it into the crowd after he, after he, uh, after he entered. Yeah, I love that. He can have as many flags as he wants because I'm pretty sure he sold about 300 for us last he, year. He, yeah, he was worth about half of the thousand that we sold. Um, and I told him, bro, like, give me your shirt size and I'm going to send you a couple things and we got you taken care of. So don't worry about it. Um, isn't that so so sick though? Like that's uh, yeah. I, mean, I was I, I was watching him at tailgate and uh, saw that coming out. That was that was pretty hype, man. Big E is just an electric human being. He is. And he's, dude, and he's, he is yoked and he is lean. And he, he, dude, I would love to see him still on the football field. I, yeah, but his knees are shit. Like he couldn't, he's, he, 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 uh, he actually put up, he's got the whole neck thing going on too. And, and he broke his neck because some dumbass he was wrestling with didn't know how to do a fucking move. Um, so that hurts literally and physically and figuratively. Um, so he comes out. It's a beautiful morning. There's a hype in the air. Um, and the problem was is Michigan played a clean football game. And we needed them to not play a clean football game for us to probably have a chance at winning this thing. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Kev, but I don't think either team turned the ball over. Um, that is correct. And that's great for the Hawks. We love to see that on our side of the ball. The problem is to beat a team like Michigan who has talent – um, specifically, and I, this was surprising to me, their offensive line torched, torched us, um, controlled us all game. They, we needed an interception, two interceptions, a fumble recovery, a special team snafu on their end. We needed something. Uh, we did not get any of that and credit to them because to be honest, Harbaugh all week was probably preaching to them. Hey, if we play clean football, we win the football game. Yeah, I'm sure they had like the 2016 game playing on a loop in there or something of us like storming the field after the second half kickoff where they fumbled goal, it but, to Brady. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that that we don't win that game in 2016. I think we had I know we had at least two, maybe three turnovers. We had the one out of half that Brady recovered on the kickoff. Manny had a pick too. Manny had a pick. And there may have been, I mean, we had the safety. So mm-hmm. that was, that kind of counts as a, that, that it is, a, that's a turnover. Um, so that's, yeah. I mean, and we gave them one, CJ threw them one late before they kicked it to Desmond at the end. That was basically a punt though. You're right. It was. It was, it was, it was third down and he threw a 40 yard pick. So it's like a yeah. punt. You're right. Um, and we didn't get any of that. Uh, Kinnick was, it was a great atmosphere. The strike game looked great. Um, but it's I tell you not, what, Michigan did exactly what they had to do to get to keep Kinnick from getting to his true potential. Is yep, they came out with the first drive and just marched down the field. And there's no better way to get a amped up home crowd 
Yep. A little quiet, a little less enthused than just a dominative first drive. 11 plays, 75 yards, took just over five minutes off the clock, and it really felt like... And I don't. Not, I think they maybe only had one third down that drive. Like I've got it right here, play by play. First and 10, second and six, first and 10, second and three, first and 10, first and 10, second and seven, third and one, first and 10, second and 10, first and 10. Right, so we didn't even get them to third down. They, they it, just it, moved the ball very efficiently. And kind of like you said, man, it was... Um, their offensive line was was just more physical. Those and boys were, were men. Right. Like, it wasn't Iowa. We weren't out of gaps. We weren't really no. missing tackles. We were just getting – the line of scrimmage was just getting moved. Yep. They controlled the line of scrimmage. And if you are at all um, aware of how really a lot of football works, uh, maybe not so much in the Big Ten and the SEC – any or the big 12 in the sec anymore but in the big 10 if you want to establish a dominance in a football game it's going to start at the line of scrimmage and boy did their i mean their their offensive line looked like some of wisconsin's in years past i mean they were big they were burly and they were controlling to what seemed to be to this point in the year through four games like our defensive line who was doing pretty good, but we couldn't get we like you said, we were getting moved in the running game and we pressured McCarthy maybe once all game. Well yeah, I mean Michigan, I, I credit to them. They executed very well. I think they came out with a really great game plan too. I mean, I guess it wasn't super complicated. They they just relied on them being more athletic, but they executed great. Like they were extremely efficient in the run game. I think they ran for almost five yards a carry. Um, and in the past game, it's 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 pretty easy to know what coverage we run. We run a lot of base coverage. Yeah. And they didn't force anything. They took one shot that they missed in the end zone. It was just a little overthrown. But it was just short, efficient, quick passes. They did That's exactly. Not, yeah. yeah. To, they did exactly what you need to do with a young and experienced quarterback and give them easy plays to make and prevent him from making mistakes. We needed we needed him to make mistakes for us to win this game. And and he did it. Credit him. I think he I got the stats right here. Went 18 for 24. Yes. Not a whole lot of yards, 150 yards, but it was just enough to keep the chains moving, you know, and um, you know, didn't make a whole lot of mistakes and that kept the ball moving and they got points off of it. He and their offense did exactly what Iowa banks on opposing offenses not being able to do for an entire 60 minutes. And that is take what Iowa gives you play mistake free and don't force things. And it's, it sounds so simple. You're like, okay, then why doesn't every team come into Kinnick and just do that against Iowa or when they play Iowa? What? And it's, it's because it's hard. Like people want to take shots. People like to get that. And it's, it's also hard to execute at that level of efficiency right for 60 or 70 plays right and then 90 no no there's 131 teams right 131 there's there's 15 teams that can run the ball as efficiently as they did on us so that method doesn't work if you're not running for four to five yards of carry on the hawks which 90 percent plus in the country can't do right yeah they um quorum's a great back you know he we made him earn a lot of what he got and 
and he had a great day. He he ran for 4.6 a carry, 29 carries for 133 yards and a tutty. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that he did anything too crazy, though. It was like no. it was the offensive line getting pushes. You know, he wasn't making contact until three yards, falling forward for a five-yard carry. He had one good run at the end of the game there. That was the longest one of the game for like 20 yards. Um, yep. We were gapped out. And the the sea kind of opened up, and it was going to be him versus Jack Campbell. He makes a, a nice move on him, and then it's yeah. just trotting into the end zone from there. But um, I, other than that, I, I wouldn't say he did anything too crazy. I, I'd credit the offensive line. Yeah, and and it as far as a, a recap goes, and and anything more that we can say about it, Kev, it, it really it made for like a pretty standard vanilla boring football game. Like it was. It was very much like, hey, here's a five-yard play. Here's a 12-yard play. Here's a seven-yard play. Um, right. I mean, the Iowa f- football defense did what it's kind of designed to do is we right. didn't really let a big plays. We made them earn everything they'd got. And that's why you had like these long drives. It was 11 for 75, 13 for 54, 12 for 61, and 10 for 67. Know, good for us for not giving up long plays and easy touchdowns. The bad part of that is – our offense hardly had three possessions in the first half. I was going to say we 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 have to be able to sustain drives that are longer than a. Th- I mean, we we can't come out in our in our first when you're supposed to have scripted plays that work, and and you know you're supposed to like catch guys off guard before they know how you're going to play them for that sixty minutes. We can't go three and out. I like you can't do that, especially after they dominate you. We, we do 11 plays and then we throw our defense back out on the field. It's like, we're not helping ourselves out, you know? Well, yeah, we're not helping ourselves out on offense, but you're not helping yourself out on defense, not getting off the field. Right. This is true. I mean, yeah. the offense having three possessions, isn't the offense's fault. Them not scoring on the three possessions is their fault. You're right. But the fact that they only had a chance to get the ball three times. Yeah. You're is, right. That, that's on the defense, right? Yeah, um, it, it definitely is. You and, know, credit, and credit them in too. The first half, they punted once, and it's because the guy tripped over his offensive lineman's foot. Yeah, he, yeah, on a drop back. Um, yeah. Lauren looked at me. It was funny, actually. She goes, Was that was that his fault, or did they like did they push him back? I was like, No, that was on him, and we're going to need about 20 more of those if we want to win this game. Um, but credit I, to I'll them. I'll give the defense credit, though, is um, after the first drive in the second half, they marched it down for a 67 yard field uh touchdown again and i'm just like ah we 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 really needed to turn it around coming out of half after that drive they kind of stiffened up and think that they went three and out three and out three and out yeah they went four three and outs in a row and then the last play of the game when they kneeled it um now the one touchdown after the oh yeah you're right yeah yeah three plays and a touchdown you're right they had a short field um yeah, they, they 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 did. I mean, the, the defense is going to stay in there. They're going to fight until the end. The issue yeah, is, so I mean, th- that's the one biggest positive I think I can take away from yesterday is, you know, down twenty nothing in the you know can't stop them on defense, can't move the ball in the offense. Uh, they 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 hung in there and they still fought. So yeah, that's, I, that's I, one thing I can be proud of. I agree, and and you know what, Kev, I on the on social media, a couple of the reporters said this, a couple of talking heads said this. Throw us in with them if you want. This is just a washed-up long snapper's opinion. Before I even was biased and saw all of the talking heads' opinions, I personally thought, damn, I feel like we actually somehow, like if if we really are going to take away something from this game, I think we took a step forward as a team. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, 
Michigan is ranked number four. We'll, we'll find out where they were at the end of the year. It's they're a damn good football team, and they yeah. made no mistakes. The odds of us winning this game going into it, just talent v talent on paper, wasn't good. Um, no. And, and when they do like that, said, it gets even worse. It, we 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 were needing them to make mistakes for us to win this game, or us to maybe force some sort of turnover or something. Uh, a good football team came into Kinnick and played a very clean game of football. That leaves you a very limited opportunity to win that game if you're the uh, less talented team, which which I think was just clear. It's like every now and then you're going to play someone who's you're, better. Than you, right? right. I was going to say, like, this is a respectable loss. This is one that we don't have to feel like compared to the Iowa State loss. This is at least one where we're like, OK, they beat us. Right. Yeah. Whereas whereas the Iowa State one, we're like, wow, we really yeah, really just beat ourselves there. Couldn't right. do anything. Yeah. Um, Offensively. And, you know, uh, of course, Petrus is going to be a topic of conversation. I think he had his best game of the year. Had to. Uh, he, had, he had one drive in the first half where he, like, overthrew three guys in a row, and that was hard to watch. But And that sticks in he, fans' he, minds. He People keep saying, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's consistently overthrowing balls. And if he's going to miss, other than the fucking fourth down where he throws short to Laporta and we're on the goal line, that that's, that's one that sticks in the mind, too. But, but those three as a whole... 21 for 31 for 246. That's, that's all That's all we need from him. If he can do that every game. If you told me that stat and you told me he scored 14 points this game, I was like, damn, did we squeak this thing out? Right. But I for mean, some, we, we know, I think we know if you would have said Michigan scored 27 points, I'm like, okay, we lost. Right. I don't, I don't think we were expecting to light up the scoreboard on the offensive side of the ball. No. Um, now is 14 points enough to win most games? No, but you would hope that your championship caliber defense steps up to the task. And I don't think they, that they did. Right. And, and I, and I know you can't just, what if this away, but again, on that fourth down where we don't get any points out of that drive, hopefully some, you know, most games we're getting three, maybe seven and we score 17 or 21 offensively and that that might be enough well, yeah i mean obviously we could have kicked the field goal but the time of the game is like uh we need a touchdown right now. no i understand but as far as like the the body of work that the offense put together generally that might result in 17 or 21 points in another game with a different scenario um but again you it, that's hindsight and sort of piecing things out where you can't really do that um spencer's you know, best I mean, they, had, they had some good drives there in the second half you know that yeah. Seven for 49, seven for 78, um, five for 75 for the last drive of the game. Um, they are improving. They are. They I know. Are it, and it hurts. It hurts. And it's hard for fans to accept that in a loss. And I get that. Um, but the the reality is, is Spencer played his best game. Our, our, it, I don't know if we took a step back. Because it's Michigan, but we we improved against Nevada. We improved against Rutgers in the running game. It, it started to look pretty decent, and then this week, it was pretty brutal. Sixty six yards of of running offense. If you take away the sack yardage, it comes to, back to like thirty something. Um, not as bad as Wisconsin's two rushing yards against Illinois, which blows my fucking mind, Kevin. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? But it's maybe, bad. maybe they saw that one stat and was like, yeah, we. That's just embarrassing. Chris is out. <laughs> Worth it. 
honestly. I mean, that's unbelievable. Wisconsin with the running game that they've had in the past. I mean, the, the running back that they have now. Running back, you, yeah, they got one of the best running backs in the country. And they ran for two yards? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, But our, our running attack just was not even close to what we needed it to be to uh you know and a couple of our best runs were called back for penalties that really didn't affect the 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 play at all yeah um and that kind of brings us into the penalty discussion there were some question really questionable calls and lack thereof on that game i felt like i i i'm never one to want to blame the refs but there were some blatantly missed calls i feel like when coach ferentz speaks up after the game and i mean he 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 did the old call the timeout to yell at the refs yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny. I'm so proud of Lauren too because she she has learned the game and sort of the nuances and when she when KF did that, immediately she turned to me and she goes, "Did he call that just so he could chew ass?" And I was like, "Yep, he sure did." Um and that's what he did. and and when KF, somebody as tenured as him and and so, genu- genuinely soft-spoken as relative to other coaches, when he speaks up, people listen and he was speaking up both in that timeout and after the game, he basically said, he's like, I, a couple of those calls were not good. Like, I'm not sure what those guys. Yeah, eh. there, there was a blatant hold on Jack Campbell in the first oh, half God. too, that, um, that led yeah. them to getting a field goal too. So, yep. you know, a 10, nothing ball game going to half is a lot. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a lot more than a 10 to 13 game. You know, a touchdown and a field goal is a lot more than two touchdowns for, Right. Or, I mean, a lot less than two touchdowns when, when our offense is struggling, but yep. And, and, and even then, you know, the, we won't the, dwell on all this, but we're, we're down 20 to zero to start the fourth quarter. Granted, we're about to go in and score that first touchdown, really promising couple plays on that drive with Nico, um, the little, uh, play to pot bomb that got us a third down conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can, can shit on Brian all you want. Motherfuckers trying. You guys call the plays. And and um, dude, uh, when it's 27 around the two-yard line, I thought he called a great play. Mm-hmm. We just did not execute. I mean, yeah, it was a bad throw. It would have gotten taken away from the pass interference call. Arlen Bruce has got to be a, little, a lot more subtle with how he yep. does that. You yep. can't just bury your face in the, to the defender. Yep. Either that or I'm not sure if um, Laporta is coached to stay behind the line of scrimmage. Although, because yeah. then you can do the blocking, but right. it was a perfect play call, a good pass, and he walks in the end zone there, and it's t- and all of a sudden we're down by six points in the fourth it, quarter. It's twenty to fourteen, and now this game that Michigan has at least controlled the entire game is 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 one mistake away from Iowa and housing a pick six, and it we're up. And, and I know the field position would have different been different, but they went three and out the next drive. So now it's twenty to fourteen, and we got the ball, and Kinnick is back on their feet. Juice Kinnick is fucking electric at that point. I guarantee you, and it's a whole different ball game. I agree. Um, and we we really were that close, and I know close doesn't count. Um, you know, yeah, Luke Lachey, there's just a handful of plays that completely change the outcome of a game. Even if, even if the game doesn't look that close, right? Yeah. So, you know, positives to take away. I think Spencer took a step, one that we really need him to, especially if we're going to win games like going to Champaign this weekend. Um, yeah, there's, if we, there's if, just a handful of, of plays that are, are going to haunt him when they look at the film yeah. on Sunday. Um, but overall, I, I, yeah, I agree. 
there, there's also one bad sack. First play the, uh, to open up the the second yeah. half. Brian takes a shot, which I love. Um, no one's open. Offensive line did their job. Yeah. Spencer's got to get rid of that ball. Yeah. He, um, yeah, but by, by no means is he, he's not, you know, he's not McCarthy. He's not a top half quarterback in the Big Ten, right? But he's better than what he's shown, and, and he's taking steps, and he's not going to be Bryce Young. He's not going to be. We're not asking him to be. We're just asking him to make the makeable plays. Right, right. Which, and there's a few out there that were very makeable plays that, um, didn't get executed and right you know gonna gonna pull out the old kf that that's football you know sometimes you just don't get it done that's fucking football um two other positives before we uh we move on here um to to wrap this thing up i think this was luke lachey's coming out game uh with a couple of the plays that he made obviously the one down the middle where he made the tough catch and then fought like george kittle to get that yak um that was cool that throw though dude that was not even there was not that was that was a damn impressive throw. That I'd was love to see, I'd love to see fucking like a football sized window to, to put that ball in it. And you can make the argument that ball shouldn't have been thrown, but it was thrown in the exact perfect location. You're spot. I mean, I don't, I'm not one to, I don't want to patronize the fans that are on Petrus's ass more than I need to. But hey, Jimmy. Get off the couch and go throw one of those. See how hard that is, you know. Like, yeah, that was a, that was a damn impressive throw. Um, great catch, obviously too, and and a, a fight after that. He ends up getting back to back on that last touchdown to uh, to to stick us in the end zone. Um, and then one of the concerns last week, Kevin, was we only threw it to Arlen once as far as receivers go, and we actually spread it to nine different people on the receiving end this week. So that was. Mm-hmm. That was better. If we can spread it around, that's going to help our offense for sure. Um, but a loss is a loss. 27-14. The Hawks are what they are. We're 3-2. and two. We're 1-1 one and one in the Big Ten. And, and we're still tied for first in the West, boys. And shockingly, we are tied for first in the West with 6 we out of 17. our own destiny. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The I mean, so, but looking back, let's look back uh, a month and a half here, right? Yeah, and before the season, someone would tell you that the Hawks are three and two. They lost to Iowa State and Michigan. You'd be like, "Yeah, I could see that." Yeah, sure. Yeah, like you know, it sucks to lose to Iowa State, but it's not like the it's always season. a competitive game. It's always a close competitive game, right? They're, they're bound to get one every now, you know, every decade. Um, yeah, no, we lost to a good Michigan matters. team. Yeah, like right. would that really have been that surprising to you? No, no, you're right. It wouldn't have been. People's reaction to that would probably be prefer would love to, to be them. four and one, but can understand being three and two. Would love to be four and one, but didn't expect to be five and oh. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, when you when you simplify it like that, now here's the deal. You can look at it from the other side too. You can say, well, fuck, Illinois just retired Paul Christ into the <laughs> ground, right? Then we have a bye week, and then we go to Ohio State where Let's be honest. It's going to be tough to. We're going to have to fight tooth and nail to be. Yeah, our next two games are going to. I mean, tough football games for sure. I'm not going to start talking about bowl eligibility, but it ain't a gimme. The season ain't getting any easier from here. You'd and like to think that you could beat Nebraska, beat Northwestern, who have both looked 
quite honestly shitty. Um, but I think those might be the only two games the rest of the year that we're favored in. Maybe Wisconsin. I don't know. Jeez, I don't know what the hell that what the hell is that line going to be at for the over under, dude? That might set the record. We might see twenties, dude. Can we see a twenty nine and a half line? And can it we hit make- the under? And can it hit, baby? <laughs> Could we hit on a on a ten seven game in Kinnick Stadium on a twenty nine and a half over under line and set the record and everyone just be fully tented on that some bitch? That would be legendary. that would be incredible. But yeah, so we're at Illinois. We're three and a half point dogs by week at Ohio State. We're going to be three touchdown three touchdown dogs. dogs. Yep. Yeah. Maybe more. I was um, going to say we're probably four touchdown dogs. Home versus Northwestern, I'd say we're a touchdown plus favorite. Yep. At Purdue, touchdown dog. Yeah. Depend again, these later games are going to depend on what these teams do too. But I home versus Wisconsin, I I'd say we'd be a slight favorite. I was gonna say it might be a pick 'em or like a two point line. Mm-hmm. At Minnesota, uh touch I don't know. I don't jury's out of Minnesota. Three I'm point sure dog, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then we'll be we'll probably be favored at home versus Nebraska to finish the year. But yeah. Yeah, we're three and two. Um maybe favorites in three games, and of those they'll be tight, tight, tight lines. So it's dude. And again, like I said, we're not gonna go deep into like who's gonna win the West here, but as a broad sort of look at it, the it feels like the winner of the West is gonna be eight and four. They very well might be. I mean, I I know we beat them our senior year. I have a hard time seeing how we could beat Ohio State. Every other game is a winnable football game. As as tough as the season is going to be, we might be some. We might be dogs, but it's very, very possible path that we go undefeated in the West. There's no team in the West we cannot beat. Exactly in a vacuum, looking at each individual game, we can beat Purdue. We can beat Minnesota. We can definitely beat Northwestern and Nebraska, and we can beat Illinois. We can go. We can, or who else would be left? And Wisconsin. We, I mean, fuck, Illinois just smoked Wisconsin. We can win all six of those games and end up nine and three. But we can, we can drop one and go eight and four. We can also we can also go three and nine. two and go five and seven for the rest of the year. So, so it's 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 going to be what it's always been. We have to win the close football games, and there's going to be a lot of close football games down the back half of this year. And you know what, Kev? I'll, I'll finish with this. That makes me optimistic because unlike Michigan on Saturday, yesterday, those teams will make mistakes. Those teams will make mistakes. Those teams aren't clearly better on paper and from a talent perspective. They are correct. I, you know, sometimes you just got to admit it. Michigan's a better football team than the Iowa. Than Iowa. Oh, on paper every year. I don't know the last time. I'm not sure how far back you'd have to go to to say Iowa clearly better talent. Maybe the Rich Rod days, but that's you might have to go back to fucking Niall Kinnick. <laughs> no, I'd I'd say the Rich Rod days in like the two twenty. Yeah, I don't know, man. They had a couple good teams there those years too, but um... Ohio State and Michigan are always going to be that way, right? But every other team on the schedule. Wisconsin some years, but clearly not of the last couple of years. Like our recruiting has been good. Like, like you said, we've got a chance in every single freaking game. And if those teams make mistakes, 
our defense will start to put the clamps on them. We will get turnovers. We will play the special teams field position game, and Iowa finds ways to win those games. You and I were a part of a shitload of them, and that makes yep. me optimistic. Yeah, exactly. I hear you, man. It, it, as, as frustrating as, as the fans are out there, every goal that we have for this year is still ahead of us. Which is wild. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Like I said, there's there's seven games left in the year. Yep. There's six very, very winnable football games out there. Yep. A seventh to quote the Walmart, man. I'm not going to say the quote, but. <laughs> I will. Hawks, you're going to need a fucking prayer. Um, in, in Columbus might be a tough one. Um, again, but like, that's not a bad thing. Unless you're Ohio, like I said earlier, unless you're one of those top three teams, you're not expected to win every single game either. Like it would be great to win every game, but sometimes you have to like call a spade a spade. Hey, you know what? It'll be tough. Could the Hawks go in and beat Ohio State? Absolutely. I know it because we were a part of a couple games like that. Is it going to be extremely unlikely? Probably. That's okay. They looked, they looked human at times. I mean, they 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 started off slow first half versus Arkansas State. They played Notre Dame really tight, who Notre Dame is not having a good year. You're right. First game of the year, I know it kind of comes with an asterisk by it, but um, that's a team that had a good defense and a poor offense, and the game was 21-10. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other things I wanted to mention before we bounced out of this recap? I don't know. Uh, it, a small part of me kind of likes the parody um, in the West, and it kind of likes the parody in the Big 12. I, I, it makes it fun to watch, man. It's, we're it gonna, makes, if, if nothing else, if you're just a fan of Big 10 football, you're going to have – you got three good teams in the East – yeah, so you're gonna get you're gonna get some good ball games to watch over there, and you got the West that I think that there is a very realistic chance that three, maybe four teams can win it. The, I would say almost undoubtedly, at least through this first five weeks of college football this year, since we came into the into college, Kevin, and you know, ten years ago, fuck, dude, we're old. Ten years ago, almost we came into college Nine. football. Nine years ago. Um, the gap from first in the West to seventh in the West is almost, it, it you, you can't even, you don't even well, know what it we, is. Our first year wasn't East and West. We were the, we were in the, oh yeah. Leaders and were, legends. Were we the leaders or were we the legends? I forget. I believe we were the leaders. We were the leaders. Yeah. But it, it the gap is so small, right? Like there's a chance that the, there is a chance the way that it plays out this year, that the seventh place finisher in the West could have a win over whoever wins the West. And just because of like a one Not game. Not the seventh place. I don't know. Well, maybe. maybe. Who knows? I don't know. It's going to well, be nuts. I, I think if you told me Purdue, Illinois, Minnesota, or Iowa ended up winning the West, it'd be like, yeah. All right. And how about yeah. that Illinois? How would you like to be holding an Illinois Big Ten West champion ticket right oh. now? Oh. I'd I think, I, oh are. man, I, what was the odds going into the year? They were like plus 3,000 to win the Big Ten, maybe more. To win the West, it was slightly what? lower than that, maybe plus, plus 2,500. Oh, God. $100, bucks. you might be sitting on 2,500 bucks right now. Jesus Christ. That'd be nice. And I'm sure that some sick Illinois fanatic did it too, right? Like every, there's always oh, people course, that do yeah. it. And uh, Purdue was a was a was a popular pick preseason to maybe come out of the West. 
Yeah. Minnesota. I mean, I beat Wisconsin last year is probably a top. I, I, we should find the odds at some point and see preseason what they're all were at. We'll do that and we'll talk. I'll do that and I'll write it down and we'll bring them up on uh, on Thursday's show. Cool. All right, cool. Well, that was episode 356. Probably not as entertaining as uh, Drake and I's ensemble uh, from last episode, but that's okay. Sometimes we gotta we gotta put the balance in it. Um, Kev and myself, you'll hear us again on Thursday. We hope you have a fantastic week. Buckle up, because as we said, we're going to be in a dogfight in Illinois, uh, back closer to Kevin's home homeland, and uh, everything is still on the table, folks. Hold the optimism in your hand and cherish it, because we still have it. Until then, talk to you later. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.